helping people cope with and overcome life's challenges. This is Life Transformations with Michael Hart, Canadian Certified Counselor and Award-Winning Psychotherapist. I want to thank you for joining us in this episode of the Life Transformation Show. This is your host, Michael Hart of Elim Counseling Services. And today we have another interesting show lined up for you. Today's show is titled, Using Positive Words for Better Mental Health. And I'll be giving about five tips of how you can use positive words to have a better mental health, to improve your mental health. And I want to introduce this show today by speaking about a quotation from Nobel Prize winner, uh, physicist Werner Heisenberg. He once said that atoms are elementary particles. They themselves are not real. They form a world of potential or possibilities rather than one thing or facts. So he explained that everything that we see around us, everything, every object, everything in the universe is made of things that are not real. And he, he said that at the, at the very uh, art of at- atoms are these uh, energy, these energy that vibrates at an infinite number of subtle frequencies that cause it to appear in all the different creations we see in our world today. So in other words, everything that you're looking at are not made of something that is visible. They're made of particles that are invisible. They're made of energy that is interacting with each other in a way that creates this visible universe. And you may be wondering, Michael, what does that have to do with the power of words or the positive or using positive words for better mental health? Well, the writer of Hebrew said something similar when he wrote in Hebrews eleven three. Quote, by faith, we understand that the universe was created by the word of God, so that what is seen was not made out of things that are visible. So the writer of Hebrews, long before Nobel Prize winner, physicist Warner Heisenberg said that the universe consists of things that are invisible. The writer of Hebrews said that everything we see was made out of something that is not visible. In other words, invisible. And he's saying that invisible thing was the word of God. The word of God was the energy that gave everything in existence its form. And so words in scripture are potent. They have tremendous energy and effect on others. Proverbs 18.21 tells us that the tongue has the power of life and death. Think about that for a moment. The tongue, your tongue, has the power to create life or to create death. So as we explore this topic today using positive words for better mental health, I am going to be showing you seven simple strategies that you can use 
to create a better mental health, to, to create success in your life, to change your life for the better. In, in their jointly written book, Words Can Change Your Brain, Dr. Andrew Newberg, a neuroscientist at Thomas Jefferson University, and Mark Robert Waldman, a communication expert, said a single word has the power to influence the expression of genes that regulate physical and emotional stress. So yes, words are very Powerful, And I'm going to be showing you today how you can use your words, your thoughts, the words that go on in your thoughts to create a better mental health. So the first step, the first point, the first way you can do this is to meditate on powerful words that can influence your life. We're told that just a single word can influence how your body deals with stress. And so if you have negative words in your mind that you're constantly worrying about, these words, these negative words are creating cortisol hormones and are affecting your life in negative ways. But if you do the opposite, which is to meditate on powerful words that can influence your life. You're creating a change in your brain that will have a positive effect in many areas of your life. So what kind of words am I talking about here? If you're a person of faith, meditating on words from the scriptures, words that make you feel, words that give you hope, make you feel peaceful, give meaning to your life. Those kinds of words, if you meditate on those words, in other words, as you think on them and you play them over and over in your thoughts, you're creating a state in your mind that will facilitate better mental health. Even memorizing these words can be a very powerful way for you to begin to shape your brain in a healthy way. Research tells us that when you think of a positive and optimistic word, you stimulate the frontal lobe of your brain. There's activity that is seen in the frontal lobe. But what research also tells us is that the longer you concentrate on on positive words, the more you begin to shape other areas of your brain in a positive way as well. And there is research that shows that when you think of positive words, the very brain structure, uh, there are parts of your brain that deals with positive things that actually become larger, becomes more efficient. So it's not just an energy. It's actually shaping the very physical makeup of your brain as you concentrate on these powerful words. The second way to use words to create a better mental health is to reframe from negative self-talk. Many of us have negative self-talk that we we do from time to time. So you, you may say to yourself after making a mistake, I am so stupid. Or you may say, I know that will fail. I, I know I would never achieve what I set out to achieve. I know something was about to go wrong. By, by doing these negative self-talk, you're actually 
changing your brain in a negative way. You're creating stress hormones. And it's no wonder that it is beginning to affect your mental health. Research that was done on self-talk at the Mayo Clinic says that if you have positive self-talk, it leads to increased lifespan, lower rates of depression, lower levels of distress, better psychological and physical well-being, better cardiovascular health, and reduce risk of death from cardiovascular disease. So these are these are very tangible things that happen just as a result of how you talk to yourself. So as I said in, in at the intro, words have energy. Everything in existence, we are told in the scriptures, happen or is in existence because of the power of the spoken word of God. And your word has the power to create things in your life. So when you have negative self-talk that you ruminate on over and over again, you're literally creating ill health for yourself, you're, you're, you're creating sabotage for the success and the blessings that God has in store for you. But when you change and, and re- refrain from negative self-talk, you're actually creating the opposite. By positive self-talk, you're, you're creating increased lifespan and all those other benefits that I talked about when I went through that list that uh, that is from the Mayo Clinic experts who did research on self-talk. So refrain from negative self-talk. And the third way to use words for better mental health is to start and end each day with a gratitude list by reading aloud your gratitude list. Research that was done by a psychologist at the University of Miami shows that people who keep uh, a journal, a, a gratitude journal, after 10 weeks do much better in dealing with the stresses of life, have fewer visits to physicians, for example, and deal better with stress after 10 weeks of keeping a gratitude journal as compared compared to others who who did not do so. And so it's very important for you to start giving thanks for things in your life. And the psychology behind this is that many times we overlook the things that are going well in our lives and we focus on the things that are not going well. And so we amplify the negative and we minimize the positive. And by doing so, we create stress for our body. We create ill health. And by doing the opposite now, which is going through your gratitude list at the start of each day and at the end of each day, you will find that after 10 weeks, as the research show, you will begin to see the positive benefits from keeping such a list. And it, it's very important to realize that when you're keeping this gratitude list, you will begin to see things that you can that you can be thankful for that you wouldn't see before. And this is because your brain is beginning to change. You're more now able to see the positives than you did before. 
And the fourth step, the fourth thing that you can do is to predict a positive day each morning. So, so far we have talked about, number one, meditate on powerful words that can influence your life. Number two, refrain from negative self-talk. Three, start and end each day with a gratitude journal or a gratitude list. And the fourth thing that I just, uh, that we are talking about now is to predict a positive day each morning. So an example of this would be to start the day by by saying, I am going to have a wonderful day filled with blessings. This is the day the Lord has made. I will rejoice and be glad. So as you say these positive words over your day, you're actually prophesying that you are going to be having a good day. What we do subconsciously a lot of time is to is to start our day by predicting everything that could possible go wrong. I wonder if my boss is going to be upset at me this morning. Am I going to get to work on time? I wonder if I'm going to get into a fight with that person at the office that I know doesn't like me. And as you begin to start the day by thinking about all the things that could possibly go wrong, you are setting up yourself for failure because as you do that, those words that are going on in your mind has energy. They are potent words and those negative words will attract negativity into your life. So the opposite of that are these positive words that I have just given you an example of how to how to make a prediction, how to prophesy over your day. And as you do that, you will begin to notice that you will begin to attract good things into your life. You will begin to have better days and you will begin to see tremendous change as you practice these things over a period of time. Michael will be right back. You have been listening to the Life Transformation Show, where award-winning psychotherapist Michael Hart of Elim Counseling Services has been speaking on the topic of using positive words for better mental health. You can find out more about us at elimcounselingministry.com, where you can also make a donation to this Christ-centered ministry. Your donations help us to stay on the air and to provide subsidized counseling to those who can't afford it. Back to Michael. Some of my clients are amazed at the difference that happen in their lives after they start practicing this particular strategy. And and it's hard for them to understand because they, they will say things like, I didn't believe this was going to work. But someone who was actually... Uh, usually very mean and cold to me started being pleasant at work. And they they, they cannot understand how this will happen. But you see, a a lot of times we have what what psychologists call self-fulfilling prophecy. So if you start the day by thinking that uh, the person at work that you don't like is going to be, is going to say something mean to you today, you go in already with an attitude that you're giving off energy that you don't even realize that you're giving off. And that person picks up on the energy. And they might be saying, I wonder what's wrong 
with you today. I wonder why you're looking like that. And so they might be even hesitant to say anything to you. And you're looking at them and you're saying they're being cold to me. But sometimes it's the energy that you're giving off because of all the negative things that you have built up in your mind against this person. So just by just by changing your attitude going in, you, you create the difference, th- those negative self-fulfilling prophecy that works out because of you, 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 you thought to yourself that something bad would happen and your attitude going in reflects that negativity and so you attract the negativity. As you do the opposite by going in in a positive mind state, by believing that you're going to have a wonderful day, that person is going to pick up on that energy and they they may start being nice to you. I know this might not work in every case with every single person person that is negative in your life. But this principle of self-fulfilling prophecy is very real in, in, in a number of cases. So try this. Start by affirming, predicting, prophesying that you will have a positive day each morning and you will see the difference that will begin to enter your life. The fifth step is to are the fifth things that you can do with words to create a positive and better mental health is to put up stickers in your home of positive statements. So it can be stickers, it can be frame things that you have typed out and put in a frame and put up on your wall. And these words have energy. These positive words in your environment, they are not just words on on the wall. They have energy that they will transmit to you and and change the, the atmosphere in in your environment. In Deuteronomy chapter 6 and verse 3 and 9, we, we read the following words that God, God had just uh told the Israelites that he's going to bless them in, in, in Deuteronomy 6 verse 3. And I'll read Deuteronomy 6 verse 3, and it reads as follows. Hear, O Israel, and be careful to observe them, so that you may prosper and multiply greatly in a land flowing with milk and honey, just as the Lord, the God of your father, has promised you. In case you're new to the scriptures, that that term milk and honey is a term that means you're going to have a lot of cattle and cattle and animals in those days were wealth and you're going to have honey, meaning that you're going to have lots of produce of the land. You're going to have livestock and you're going to have vegetation that are going to make you wealthy. So God had given the Israelites these promises, and then he said something very interesting after that. He said, write them on the doorposts of your houses and on your gates. That Deuteronomy 6 verse 9. So God is saying, I want to bless you. But for me to bless you, I need you to, to cooperate with me. I need you to do something. 
And he's saying, write down these things that I have asked you to observe on the doorposts of your houses and on your gates. So the doorpost is something that you have to to pass through to go into a room. And the gates of your house, of your property, somewhere that you have to walk through when you enter your property. So in other words, God is saying, write these things down in strategic places in your dwelling so that as you go in, you have to pass them. And as you go out, you have to pass them. And so I would say strategic places today can be the the front door of, of your home. It can also be a bathroom mirror because you look in that mirror every day before you start your day. And so there are things that you can put up there to 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 begin to shape the kind of life you want to to have. So these positive statements, these positive words that you put up has energy to it and will begin to influence your life just by having them up and coming into contact with them as you come and go. And so that's the fifth point. So the sixth point that I wanted to talk about today, the sixth thing that you can do or the sixth way you can use words for better mental health is to renounce the curses over your life. As I said at the beginning, words in scripture have power. We see that Cain was cursed by the word of God after he had murdered his brother. We see also that Isaac blessed his son Jacob with words, and we see the prosperity that Jacob had after. Many of us have had curses spoken over our life as children, and these curses take the form of authority figures in our life saying things like, what's wrong with you? In other words, the implication there is that you're somehow defective or saying things like uh, you will never amount to any good or, or, you know, things like you always do what's wrong. And so these curses that have been have been placed over our life if they're they are said by these authoritative figures. Like for example, a person that hears, you will never amount to anything in your life. Said maybe in anger by a parent who, who didn't really mean it, but said it with such venom and such force that it resonates in the soul of that person. That's like a curse. That's what the Bible would call a curse. So many of us who have had those things spoken over us, we internalize those voices and, and they, they, they haunt us for the rest of our life. Handworker, uh, a researcher once said that a harmful word can haunt individuals their entire life and it can lead to depression, stress, heart disease, and suicide. This is research that was done in in 2010. And so, and so these words, these negative things that are spoken are like curses. Consider that. The words could lead to suicide. That's the definition of what the Bible would call a curse. So I would say 
renounce those curses over your life. So if you were told that you would never amount to anything in life or that you are no good, begin to say the opposite. God is going to bless me. I'm going to be successful. I am a child of a king. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Begin to affirm the opposite of the curse over and over again. Each time those thoughts come in your mind, each time you have self-limiting thought that you can't do something, it's because of that curse. So begin to begin to speak the opposite of the negatives. I would say make a list of these positive things which are the negative of the curses that were said over you. Maybe it's a teacher that told you you weren't smart enough to be an academic and you you're going through life with this feeling that you are not smart enough. Those are curses. And so what you want to do, as I said, is to write the opposite and begin to affirm those opposites over your life. And the seventh and final way that you can use words for better mental health is to say a moving on prayer. So many of us are stuck, and this is a very important point. Many of us are stuck because we have done things in our lives that we are not proud of. And so we are burdened under the weight of shame and guilt for the things that we have done. And these things weigh us down, and we carry shame and guilt around like a heavy backsack on, on our back that's knapsack on our back that's keeping us way down under its pressure. And so it's hard for us to to move on and to thrive and to to enjoy life. And so if you're carrying shame and guilt, a powerful way for you to use words to overcome that, and that's the seventh point, is to say a moving on prayer. And in this moving on prayer, you can say something to the effect that God, I, God, with your help, I am letting go of the weight of shame and guilt I have been carrying. I know that you have forgiven me, and now I choose to forgive myself. You can say that in your own words. But as you say this moving on prayer, you're creating a different state. Prayers are are very potent. They're very powerful. They're words, but but they're, they're a connection to God if you're a person of faith. And so as you say these words, you're connecting to a source outside of yourself that is going to help you to let go the guilt and shame that is weighing you down because guilt and shame are are behind things like cutting behavior, uh, eating disorders, uh, OCD tendencies, and even uh, things like suicidal thoughts. And so this is a powerful way to begin to shape your mental health into into a more positive, in, in, to beginning to have a more positive mental health. So there you have it, the seven ways of 
using positive words for better mental health. And so if you if you enjoy this podcast, remember that we're on the air every Monday morning at 9.30 a.m. If you're listening to this podcast via YouTube, you can uh, tune into this channel, subscribe and tune in every week when we'll have a new podcast uploaded for you. And so I want to remind you also that we are a not-for-profit organization that counts on your support to stay on the air. So if you have not uh, contributed to this ministry yet, please consider doing so by making a donation. You can find out more about us by going to our website, elimcounselingministry.com. Elim is spelled E-L-I-M, counseling with two L's, ministry.com. You can also donate through our Patreon page at patreon.com slash Elim Counseling. So I want to thank you for being with us in this episode of the Life Transformation Show. We want to remind you that we are a counseling organization that provides counseling for a wide range of issues. So until next time, this is your host, Michael Hart of Elam Counseling Services, thanking you so much for joining us today and praying that God would bless you in all your relationships and keep you sound in mind and pure in heart.